Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Honey Badger Seller. I'm your host, Paul Tran, and this podcast helps introverted salespeople unsell and outsell. Today is uh, part three, uh, the final part of a three-part series I call Up Your Sales Speed Dating Game. Uh, And this was based on a report from Gartner Research, uh, my favorite sales research company, uh, showing how B2B buyers are making decisions now. And I hope you've been enjoying these past few episodes. Uh, The mission for them were to uh, take uh, data and discoveries from um, one of the authorities in sales research, uh, millions of dollars, uh, decades of of credibility, uh, and making them uh, into actionable strategies for small businesses and for salespeople. Uh, If you do love it, please let me know. I'd love to do more more of these uh, Uh, episodes where I'm taking research reports and turning them into actual strategies for you. I've enjoyed it um, and hopefully you have as well. Uh, But today's final graphic is, um, it's called B2B buyers complete a set of jobs to make a purchase. And I'll read you the description. Uh, I've also included the report in the show notes, also the newsletter uh, with a link to the report as well. Um, So Hopefully it helps. Uh, But here's the description to this final graphic. To understand how to best help customers advance through a complex purchase, Gartner Research identified six B2B buying jobs, quote unquote, that customers must complete to their satisfaction in order to successfully finalize a purchase. And the six are problem identification, solution exploration, requirements building, supplier selection, validation, and consensus creation. Uh, I recommend, uh, that's the end of the, the report, the, the graphic, um, but what to do with this graphic, uh, I think that it would be a good idea to show your buyers um, this. Uh, and I know it's very unconventional to, to, uh, sh- to you know, I guess, open the doors and show buyers how you sell. Um, But I I think this is incredibly insightful. And there are three reasons why I recommend you you share this. Uh, Number one, uh, Gartner did all the work. Um, I believe that there are enough uh, really good information out there in the world. I don't think people, buyers need to be overwhelmed with more and more data. Uh, I think the value in this day and age is not just to create content, but to uh, find the right ones, organize it, and make it actionable. Uh, So Gartner Research, again, like I mentioned, uh, they are the authority in sales research. Um, So by you showing this graphic, you're leveraging, you're borrowing from their authority, You're, you're leveraging decades of experience hundreds of employees, incredible talent, uh, the, the minds of thousands of buyers like them, and millions of dollars spent on R&D, all that you didn't have to spend or, or take time to build up. Um, you're also seen as an authority by association, and you're seen as a less risky solution because you're showing that you are uh, communicating and serving the needs of thousands of, of buyers. Um, you also communicate that the things that you do are based on, on insights, uh, best practices, data, and reality. And it's not based on ego, comfort, uh, subpar content, uh, likes or dislikes, uh, what do they call it, vanity metrics. Uh, and, and you're not doing anything based on manipulating them. And you're communicating all that without having to say a word. 
Uh, and finally, you're, you're just working smart instead of just working hard. And people want to do business with that. Um, number two, the reason why I want you to show this is that it fosters a richer conversation. The graphic allows you to, to verify with the prospect whether this is also their buying process. And because you know this process ahead of time, you can properly prepare resources and talking points to handle objections, cover all the bases, and confidently lead them to the finish line. And by having this conversation, if there are any processes missing, uh, the buyer can let you know now and you can cover these and address them now and early versus at the last minute. I'm pretty sure every single salesperson has a story about how deals uh, hum nicely until very at the very end, uh, something gets wonky. Uh, and a lot of times these, these wonky makers uh, can be prevented. They can be addressed early on uh, if you have a, a consistent system of discovery. Um, and, uh, you know, as you know, if you don't address all their needs, uh, their assumptions grow, uh, the unmet needs grow, uh, and you end up derailing the deal or putting it at risk, or it forces you to give up more concessions in order to, to still get the deal to happen and you lose power in the, in the, in the transaction. Um, so, you know, in an effort to foster a richer conversation, um, I, I had some action steps and I had some questions that you could ask the buyer during, you know, your showing of this graphic uh, and, and I separated by section. So during the problem identification stage, uh, which where customers are asking, we need to do something, uh, questions that you can ask uh, include, uh, what would happen if you don't take any action? Is there any lost revenue? How much? How much is the current situation costing you on an annual basis? How much time is being wasted in your organization with the current status of things? Where does this problem rank along with other initiatives you're trying to carry out? And what do you think your competitors are doing? And in this buying process, uh, some action steps you can do uh, include showing them the statistics uh, of how uh, uh, of how much money is being lost uh, in the industry or by companies in general um, show them an article that shows big wave changes in their space and they need to get with it uh, or and and not uh, suffer from fomo uh, and be ahead of uh, be ahead of the curve uh, and also show them what what you your research is showing that the competition is doing and uh, compare and contrast what they think the competition is doing uh, in the solution exploration phase, ask uh, your buyers, what companies and solutions are you considering and why? Uh, when you find out why, uh, this helps you optimize your sales presentation to be as relevant as possible uh, in a way that you show that, hey, we meet those needs and then, and then more, and we do it better and we do it differently. Uh, this can include showing them um, you know, a map, uh, one of those dot maps that show where your competitors are and, and where they're lacking um, and where you can fill in those needs. Uh, in the requirements building phase, uh, remind them that, you know, just like a doctor visit, uh, the doctor can't effectively help no matter how good he is unless the patient communicates and shows where it hurts. Uh, so this is where you sit them down and tell them, hey, we need, we need honest, transparent communication in order to make sure we can truly fit your, meet your needs. If you don't tell us, then it's not our fault. Uh, and uh, we do have what you need, but we need to know what you need. Um, 
In the supplier section process, um, of course, show how your solution solves their immediate problems, uh, why it's better than the alternatives available, uh, and consider bundling it with other products and services that you heard them share during the conversation. Um, when, when you bundle, on a side note, when you bundle, it becomes harder for the customer to compare. It differentiates you more. Uh, it adds more value. Uh, it makes it harder to switch, and it makes things easier for the customer. Uh, think of it like bundling phone service with internet and cable, uh, and uh, it's a little bit harder to, to dismantle uh, once you've made it so convenient. Uh, during the validation phase, um, you can prepare case studies, uh, testimonials. Uh, you can make introductions to your customers that are referenceable, that they can share their experience, um, and you can uh, entertain giving them test drives of your product or service. Uh, or give them free samples or, and uh, provide third-party reviews as well. Uh, and uh, this helps you solidify everything that you've shown them and said. Uh, it reminds them that they're not alone uh, and it eliminates the risk. And uh, the final section, uh, consensus creation. Um, I hope you're, that uh, you'll consider reading my last issue of The Honey Badger Seller or listen to the last episode um, where I talk about creating a customized proposal for each stakeholder in the organization. Uh, I talk about how the decision makers have increased their count from uh, typical five to six people uh, to now double that. Uh, and so, uh, you know, taking a few extra steps to customize your proposal for each of those decision makers go goes such a long way, especially when you spend so much time and energy and money to prospect them. Why not spend a little bit extra time just to seal the deal, put the cherry on top and increase your chances. Um, so, and finally, the, the last reason I like you showing this is um, this gives you an opportunity to give the same graphic to your buyer and recommend that they use it uh, to fortify their sales team and close more deals. Uh, and if you have the bandwidth and the spirit moves you, um, even if you're not a sales training company, um, offer to use this report uh, and even use my um, Honey Badger Seller newsletter. You're, you're welcome to use it uh, to help train their team as well. Um, you. When you do that, it's a value add. Uh, it makes you look good. Uh, it shows you care, and it's just good to have this, you know, generosity mentality anyway. Uh, and again, you you actually look very different. Um, I think a lot of uh, sales salespeople and companies like to hide their proprietary sales process, but I mean, I think you just show them because if you're serving the B and B two B buyer. Uh, the value that you provide and the differentiation you provide uh, is also how you help them sell and how you help them raise revenue, how you help them get more customers as well. And you're a res uh, resourceful. You're not just a service provider, but you're a resourceful um, person for everything else they may need. And that builds loyalty and fans and, and of course, revenue and commissions that follow. Uh, but anyway, that's the end of the episode and, and the end of the three-part series. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you do, please reach out to me on Instagram or email me. Let me know. Uh, stroke my ego. Uh, encourage me. Uh, it helps me uh, stay motivated to, to create and curate more content. Um, and uh, I hope you guys uh, have a great, 
have a great day ahead and I hope you guys uh, use this to close more deals. Uh, I'd love to hear about it too. Um, and if you did love this episode, please, please, please leave a review. Uh, it helps me um, with the ego part <laughs> and just reach in the algorithm helps uh, reach more salespeople and entrepreneurs. Uh, and of course, uh, be a subscriber as well. Uh, it would mean a lot to me. And I think it'll be really helpful um, at honeybadgerseller.com. Uh, that's it for now, guys. Take care.